0: Hey, any white girls listening to this? If you want to come on the show with three black, Ugh. oh my
1: Sorry. god! <laughs> <laughs> right.
0: Welcome to Table Moments. This is a podcast where four, damn it, three siblings
1: yeah. <laughs> to get
0: together, <laughs> get together, and talk about random stuff, and usually laugh our asses off. I'm your host, I'm in the Captain, you have on the call Akram Gandalf, and <laughs> hopefully soon we'll have Bila on the call, the Renaissance man. And fourth, we're looking for a fourth. If you're a girl and you listen, a woman with a Y, and you're listening to this and you want to apply, just DM table moments with your name, a picture of you, <laughs> and the funny and a funny joke, and uh, we'll get back to you and invite you on a. Trial run, how's that sound?
1: So we're gonna replace our sister with a fake sister.
0: Yeah, <laughs> we're looking for new Afra.
1: <laughs> if, I, if, I, if I remember correctly, this is a sibling podcast originally. Uh,
0: yeah, but we have guests on.
1: I know, I didn't say that we didn't have guests. I'm just saying, like, it was referenced as a sibling podcast.
0: I think it still counts. You know, we don't we don't honor disloyalty over here. <laughs> oh man, how do you feel about loyalty?
1: Um, I think. one of the things you don't want to mess with especially when it comes to relationships because that can make or break a relationship depending on like what what it's about so if we're talking about like loyalty between friends if we're talking about loyalty between couples and relationships if we're talking about loyalty focusing on um you know peers from work or even between boss and employee uh loyalty um yeah it means everything and if you
0: well, I'm going to have to ask you to nail it down, though. So what is loyalty? Since people seem to have a problem with our definitions of words, what does
1: loyalty mean to you, man? I guess for me, loyalty is trust or someone that I can rely on. Oh, no, no, no. I mean, loyalty, I don't want to say, like, focusing on support only, but hmm, that's a good question, actually. What does loyalty Loyalty, I guess for me, means I can have faith in somebody that's going to have my back. That's what I would different.
0: I evaluate my relationships based on like, if things go bad, not even that loyalty is just like keeping your, I think it's more like keeping your obligations that, or the agreement you have with somebody about your relationship. So in the context of boss and subordinate, you work for one, the subordinate works for the boss and they agree to work with them. Um, but it's not like they agree to keep deep secrets or anything like that. However, if you're like a close friend or you're a spouse or something, those come with a lot of obligations and responsibilities that come with that role, and so it's about keeping those obligations. I think this is just off the top of my head. I don't know. I haven't really thought about this deeply, but yeah, but it, sounds that's true. True. it
1: sounds like a, uh, our loyalty to this podcast. Um. Yeah.
0: Uh, see, that's the thing. I don't know if it was like a loyalty issue. She just we just started together, so she was like half of Table Moments. Now it's just all me
1: damn dude all right i guess i'm not really precise no
0: when we started Mm. now you're in it like you're a part of it like if this ever like makes money or anything i was going to divide it four ways regardless of like effort or because we're siblings and it's a siblings podcast but i guess we get a larger share now so that's good i guess
1: whoa billy bones happy birthday baby bro happy
0: birthday to
2: You, you. you Happy
0: birthday to you. That's the only one
2: person. Happy birthday,
0: dear beloved. Happy birthday to you. Do, 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 do. How old are
2: you? I'm not doing that. 26. All right. How you feeling, man? I'm good. I'm good. Yeah. Yeah. I, I was just tired earlier today. I just slept like. I took a nap in the middle of the day. Not normal. Not normal. Not normal. Yeah. Okay. That's what happens when you're older. You get yeah. Tired. I mean, this was the first time, though. You know, yeah, I, but you're also I, are working out a lot, so you need the rest. Uh, This week, uh, I only did three days this week. Oh, you slacking, bro? Only this week because uh, my wrists are turning. Yeah, that's the one thing you got to be careful for, like
0: yeah. doing too much volume. I, I, yeah. Like when I first got to Cali.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: I was going with Akram, and then I was I was because I had all the time. I was doing two a days, and my wrist got fucked up.
1: Yeah, so, um, just be careful.
0: On the far side of your twenties, um, this is when people start taking you more seriously. I guess I don't know. What taking life seriously? No, people will take them seriously. Well, you know, when you hear twenty five, you're just like, oh, okay, that's cute. Oh that's 26.
1: no, no. twenty five is when you can start renting a car, which make, you know, that's when people take you seriously. And then at like twenty six they're like, Okay, you're already past twenty five. I mean socially that, though. Socially. <laughs> like,
0: twenty five, eh, 26, twenty-six, oh, you know?
2: I don't know about all that. Yeah, it's like you're over the 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 early twenties, you know? Yeah. Like you're so, you're far away from it now. And then insurance. uh and and insurance. Yeah, auto insurance too. Oh yeah, health insurance and all that, right? Yeah, yeah. Mom, mom's happy. <laughs> You're just gonna be chilling tonight. Uh, we're gonna go Korean barbecue.
0: Nice, nice. I just had some uh Beijing beef. I don't know if that's the the oh, bulgogi,
2: two... right? The bulgogi one.
0: I don't know. Like it was just Panda like... Express. So. Oh,
2: oh, Beijing beef is fire. Okay. Yeah, I-, I
0: remember that from the podcast, and this is the first time I ordered it. I was yeah, like, you it's know what? Good,
2: right? It's table moments. Let me let me try
0: this Beijing beef real quick. <laughs> yeah, it's what good. And then you get the honey chicken with it too. And then a, the the main you get like super greens just to keep it somewhat healthy, but not really. This <laughs> 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 is a pretty good combination. It's
2: all unhealthy as fuck. <laughs> yeah, except the broccoli. The broccoli was nice. It, it tastes good, right? The broccoli.
0: Nah, I mean it's not as good as the meat that's full of sugar, but yeah yeah it's, it's cool though it's cool beijing beef thanks for putting me beijing on beef? you I, listen to yeah. old episodes of podcasts
2: yeah Bill was talking about it i I usually get beijing beef with the uh, honey walnut shrimp oh the honey walnut shrimp's pretty good too yeah, yeah. It's shit but it's hella unhealthy bro yeah i mean I but like, it like it after, after the
0: gym i just need protein no because like a guy uh i think his name is alexis hergozi i don't know he has a weird name but he's talking about he's a yoked dude who's also a businessman but he's talking about like all you got to do worry about is calories calorie in calorie calories out and getting enough protein as long as you do that you can basically eat whatever you want and so he's like he goes to these conferences with like all these other investors and stuff and they're all like doing keto or they're doing like all these weird health things and they're all fairly skinny guys who are like yo this is what i did and it's helping me blah 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 and he's this yoke dude eating fucking twizzlers and shit and it's like yeah if you keep it simple you get enough exercise you get enough
2: protein and yeah i I never get enough protein i need i need consume at least my body weight that's what they say but like i let if you go take it to first principles right
0: and you do the math on it okay because i did it i was like okay what's the maximum amount of muscle someone can gain in a month and if you look at a lot of the literature it'll say two pounds right that's the maximum right for someone who isn't on steroids then that means you're gonna get about half a pound a week of muscle it's two pounds divided by four four weeks and then if you if you convert that to grams let's do that real quick that's 226 grams of muscle that you will have gained in one week. Now divide 226 grams. Now assuming straight conversion, so all the protein you eat goes to building your muscle, which is not true, there's inefficiency. But let's just start with that. 227, you know what, let's just round it to 230. 230 divided by seven. That means you, only, you put on 32 grams of muscle every day if you're working out, 32 grams of muscle. If, and so, what is the conversion efficiency of the human body of protein to muscle? Now, if it's 100%, then that means you only need to consume 32 grams of protein to achieve the maximum amount of muscle gain per week, according to literature, right? Now, let's say it's only 50%. That means you need to double that, right? So now it's mm-hmm. 65 grams. Now, let's say it's only 25% efficient, right? Then that means yeah. you need to double that again. You need 131 grams. 131 grams. So, assuming the human body is 20, 25% efficient with conversion of protein in, consumed to muscle, then you really only need 131. Now, if you do body weight, I mean, like, what are you? What, you close to 200, right? No, I'm like 170. Oh, okay. Yeah. So, I'm just saying, like, maybe how much you need really just depends on the conversion and efficiency of your body. And I haven't really looked into it that much, but this is just basic for back of the envelope calculations, and this doesn't make any sense. Like, the, the idea that per pound of body mass, lean body mass, I'm like, it, it, it seems like way too much protein, if you just do the math on this.
2: It, it seems hella, bro. I never reach it. Like, yeah. I, I'm always hitting, like, 90 or 100 grams. I yeah. can never get, like, close to 170 or I'd I be hitting, the most I hit is like 120, but yeah. I can not get any higher than that. I don't know, like according Much. to that rule,
0: every, for every pound of body weight, you eat a gram of protein. I would have to eat 260 grams. What the fuck, how? There's not, yeah. and here's the thing, there are some high protein foods, right? So cottage cheese is great. Like it's 13 yeah. grams of protein per serving, and it's actually pretty low in calories. Uh, for the protein that you're getting. Plus, you can convert it into a nacho dip, which, you didn't get a try, but Almond said it was decent. So, I've been doing that. Um, obviously meat works. But yeah, I don't know. What's the best tasting cottage cheese? The regular 4% fat. No, don't get low fat, just get the regular one. And then you could yeah. start with just basic pepper, salt. I don't think you need salt, just pepper. But yeah, man, I like putting work in the gym. If you're getting older did you did anyone give you any gifts um no really nobody got you any gifts
1: you got some crappy roommates dog
0: (laughs) Uh, i'm not expecting anything they don't you guys don't do that with each other do
2: you uh we used to in our old apartment we used to get like cakes for each other yeah that's Uh, gay is that gay (laughs) no i just
0: (laughs) no it's fine i guess i don't know like what did we do for Akram's birthday, I, we did get a cake. So And then I gave him the smart house, or I wired that up for him. Um, and then for my birthday, Akram hooked me up with the iPhone. And Amon actually got me a gimbal, or yeah, for cinem- cinematography or something. I think it was his yeah, but or the older my, camera.
2: My roommates pretty much all moved out. And oh. then the, the few that are here are all working like 24-7. <sighs> Afra, you want to say anything while you're on here? Trader, um are we gonna okay happy birthday b uh, thank you uh yeah that's it <laughs> what i are we doing something or are like they say me happy birthday it's your turn now
1: yeah
2: oh i never do it so
1: talking about you do it for everybody's birthday
2: no i didn't you i didn't never I, mean, I never i never sing
1: yeah you did with mean, I, mean, I no i didn't
2: last year run it back i did no, I never sing. Y'all just can't tell because everyone else is singing. So a lie, you never sing one, one, you know what? Don't even say a lie. <laughs> He's trying to look out for you. <laughs> yeah, please. <laughs>
0: please.
1: So okay, um, You
2: could re-listen to it. I never, I never sing.
1: Re-listen to it, what do you mean? Oh, my birthday was on a Friday too? Yours was, I think, on a Saturday or Sunday. Oh, yeah. Hm. Okay. Yeah. So uh, it's been a while since my birthday was on
0: that Friday. You guys gonna get some barbecue, which is nice. Yeah. Have fun. Like uh, I don't know. When you get older, you stop celebrating your birthday. I think, or at least
2: men. Do. Yeah. I. I don't. I don't. Yeah. I wasn't really expecting much. You know what I'm saying? Like I didn't really care for it. I thought this was just a regular ass day. I didn't even notice it was my birthday. Yeah, that like, happens. That happens. Just yeah. crazy. Cause like I feel like lately. Yeah.
0: How come? Did you do anything for your birthday?
1: Mm, I don't have a girlfriend for me to do for my birthday.
0: Oh yeah, anytime you're in a relationship, it's like Ooh, dinner. You're actually doing it for her, really. Yeah, right. about it. yeah. You're not doing it for you because it's like the fuck. I'm gonna go. Like you, you won't go. Like if you're not in a relationship, you don't go with your home. Like well, I guess Bilal does, but <laughs> um, but yeah. Like I remember, like was it last year? Yeah, last year dinner. And that was mostly for her, I guess. Because I'm like, you don't have to do much. I don't really care that much about my birthday. So getting old means not caring about yourself anymore. Or what? I don't know. Alfred, do you celebrate your birthday? Oh, I'm sorry. I forgot you're not on the podcast anymore. OK. Uh, wow.
2: really?
1: <laughs> what? She's
0: not. She says she doesn't want to say anything. Her words. We are looking for your replacement, though. So uh, listeners, if any of you are female, we do need an Angela Yee for our podcast. Angela and what? Yee. Who the hell
1: is that?
0: The Breakfast Club.
1: Oh yeah, I remember.
0: How do I know this shit? And I'm not even in the culture. I like don't want to talking it. <laughs> yes,
1: thank you, Bill. Oh,
0: uh, we need a female presence who's just gonna say the conventional shit that everyone already agrees with. You know? <laughs> and That's what they do. Every, everything. Like, whatever. So female listening to this i mean woman what the fuck (laughs) woman listening to this if you want to be part of the podcast you will have to take afra's name obviously because it's a separate podcast and we got to keep it up we have to keep up appearances man (laughs) so we'll call you afra code name code name afra or new afra do you guys think that would new afra like what do they do when they recast a member of a show what do
1: they do i I just recast
0: They don't mention it. They don't mention like, hey, you're blonde
1: now. Opera, no, no, offer gonna be the the dark version or the, the first version of Aunt Viv and then there's gonna be a, a second version.
0: <laughs> oh no, what if we find a white girl?
1: <laughs> oh my god, an even lighter version.
0: <laughs> that would be hilarious actually. Hey, any white girls listening to this? If you want to come on the show with three black Ugh, Oh my sorry. god, <laughs> with three brothers.
1: are <laughs> like, "Oh, I got stepbrothers. These are yeah. my
0: stepbrothers." Yeah. All right, so <laughs> let me let me just finish this pitch. All right, any women listening to this if you want to be part of a podcast, we have a spot available, the Afra spot. And obviously we talk about spicy stuff. If you're a regular listener, you know how controversial we could be. Obviously, we're pretty open with each other and we talk about crazy things sometimes and we're offensive but it's all in good nature and good fun if you think you want to be a part of it dm the table moments account and we'll consider you we can bring you on as a guest as a trial to see if it's something you want to be obviously there are rules i give anyone the right to object to any content before being published so or even after like if you decide hey there was something i said in the last podcast i want you to take it out Totally, I'm more than happy to oblige. And yeah, it's something that we do every Friday night and we'd be happy to have you if you vibe with us. If not, that's fine too. We still respect you as a listener. And uh, you guys got anything else to add to this? Be able to formulate your thoughts well. That's so be I mean. better than Afra is yes, what she said. Yes, please, please. Because I, I guess she's fighting for team woman, according. Is that what, how you would describe it? Former
2: Afra? No. 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 Okay. okay. I well. Want that. <laughs> yeah. Well. Welcome to the family. Oh, that's the perfect line when they just okay. like, all right, welcome to the family. We're, oh, it's good. Another thing we
0: could do is just every guest has to be female. And we have a guest every week. We could do that. Um, yeah, I think, and based on the metrics, people only, <laughs> we get way more listenership when we have a guest on, regardless of gender, just a guest. So I think every week we have to invite a guest. Every week from now on. Really? What do Thanks. you guys think? How do you guys feel about that? Yeah, I agree. It's actually Okay. They'll make it exciting and it'll give us a fourth. Okay. And then cool thing is like once you become part of the show, you can post it uh, on LinkedIn and show, and tell people that what you're about and that you're a professional podcaster, which gives you clout according to at least my experiences so far. People are pretty impressed by it. So you put it on LinkedIn and uh, let people know what you got going on. Which is weird, cause I don't really like LinkedIn, that. Um, do you know how I feel about LinkedIn? You know what it looks like to me? It looks what? like, it looks like slavery badges. <laughs> <laughs> I swear to God, I'm just like, cause I've been working, I, 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 what go ahead. You said slavery badges? <laughs> yeah, that's what it looks like to me. Everyone excited to show who their, their slave owners are. Mm. That's what it looks like. Cause I was working on the software shit. And I was working with the, the LinkedIn API, and I'm like, on LinkedIn, seeing the stuff people post. It's so robotic. It's like, hey, I'm really glad that I work for the company that I work for. Check out what they got going on. I'm just like, no one talks like that in real life. <laughs> it's crazy. Hey, guys, just did my five years. Oh, God. It sounds like a prison sentence.
2: I don't know.
0: How do you guys feel about LinkedIn? I never liked it.
2: I mean, like, it's a good way to find people that, you know, um, that you need for your business or um, any connections that you want to make. But yeah. So, honestly, it, I think it's a decent tool. And if, if you're looking for a job, like, it's definitely helpful. So, I don't know. Um, I don't, I don't see it the same way now that I've
0: been basically retired for nine months, eight months. Yeah, seven, yeah. Seven months. Seven months? No, eight months eight months it's just weird like i never even liked it before mm. i mean re- recruiters i guess it's useful recruiters for recruiters but like a social network or don't oh, know, man i don't get
2: it i don't get it mm-hmm. at all. yeah i agree man I, I, but i want my my own company on there and people trying to represent <laughs> yeah yeah i want my
1: own <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I you know, I, that's what I want to use LinkedIn for, bro. That is, yeah,
0: you know, <laughs> yeah, dude. Oh, my God. That's actually really funny. Because <laughs> <laughs> you could make a LinkedIn page for the, the venture you got going on right now. Yeah. So consider doing that. And we're building tools to help promote and <laughs> post content. Literally, I'm working on And um, yeah. So damn, isn't that... Because we... A lot of us don't like being the employee, but when we become an employer, we're subjecting people to the thing that we don't like, that we hated, you know? I guess some people really like being employees. So let me take back a lot of what I
2: just said. It's like, for some people... Go ahead. What do you say? If you're an ethical employer... Bro, if you're an ethical and good employer, your employees won't feel like they're a slave to you. They'll feel like they're, you know, doing shit that they enjoy every day those managers don't really exist. So Oh,
0: so that's a good point cuz there's I don't know if you guys have heard of Naval, but um he's the founder of AngelList, Naval Ravikant. And um he when they hire for their company, he's like, "Look, we're looking for entrepreneurs and founders, people with that kind of mindset, and the expectation is that you can come here and learn about how to start companies from by working with us, but eventually we understand that you're gonna to wanna to do your own thing. And with that understanding, people really like working there because it's like <laughs> they don't wanna subject people to that kind of, for some people it's a good thing. For some people it's a good thing, but to them they have an understanding like, look, eventually you're probably gonna to wanna to start your own thing. You can come work for us and learn the ropes and see how we do it. And then eventually go start your own with that understanding from the beginning that that's what this employment is. It's just an opportunity to learn and also make some money at the same time. But I think a lot of employers, Have this attitude that you're owed motivation and effort from your employees when you have to, you know, I don't know if I'm explaining it right, but.
2: The motivation comes after the employee feels like they like what they're doing at a good pace. They have agency. Yeah.
0: Yeah. For some people, they just need purpose and meaning in their work. And if the employer can support them on that and doesn't feel like it's owed to them because, I mean yeah you're paying them but still you don't pay them enough to care as much as like a a founder or an owner which is the principal agent problem right um someone who owns the business cares way deeper than someone who's just an employee of that business the owner gets the upside that's huge and the employee gets a steady paycheck the owner doesn't have that steady It really depends on the performance of the business, which could fail and then they end up with nothing. So they take all the risk, but they also have all the upside. It's like, how do you motivate someone who doesn't have ownership in behaving and treating the work like the owner? And that's what they call the principal agent problem. And the question is, like, what's the good split? That's why companies, they offer like stock options and stuff like that. But I mean, yeah, I think. It's a hard problem to solve. And I think for a lot of smaller businesses, they care so much about their business and they're so, they can't understand what it's like to be an employee that there's a misalignment about values. So obviously the owner is going to care way more because it's their baby. But an employee is just there to do the work. And so it's like, how do you inspire an employee to give a shit as much? And can you even do that if you're not giving a piece of, Ownership or something it's an interesting thing
2: thing is uh as far as like uh those who don't have a degree, it's harder for them to get a job, so they go for a, like the long low paid jobs like the small business owners right they go to them to get the jobs, and you know what I'm saying like they that steady paycheck is enough for them to 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 survive, you know, yeah, yeah, so it's like their motivation is survival yeah and, um
0: but then you also have on that on that thread like sometimes a really good paying job is like a prison sentence it's like what are the most what is, what's the quote what are the most dangerous things um i don't know the quote involves saying like something super dangerous is a steady paycheck it'll keep you from pursuing your dreams one you of get the most
2: addicting things is a steady paycheck there
0: you go perfect yeah that's exactly it it's like you get used to a lifestyle that that paycheck provides and that you get used to this routine. I don't know. I remember being stuck in that. Just like I'm doing shit every day. I'm mindlessly going through the motions. Yeah, I see my bank account stacking up cash, but I'm less like, which is probably why I just, I don't know, I've naturally just lived a very minimalist life. Um, So I didn't really have that problem. But, you know, people do upgrade their lives with their paychecks. And so you get into this trap of like, especially if it's even a good, really good paying job. They call them golden ha- handcuffs for a reason. because You're trapped and it's really good. And so it's really it good. Be, yeah,
2: Cause I, I, could, I could definitely attest to that because uh, yeah. it's hard I'm to walk away my from my that money. Return. I'm yeah. looking at my tax return and I don't see any of that reflecting my bank account. Like, it's just so confusing to me. Uh, the, well, no, that's a different thing. That's just taxes, dude. <laughs> the government no, don't, like says how much you get paid uh, throughout uh, the whole year okay. and it's that money is not even like I don't see that shit in my bank account mm. you know what I'm saying so I'm just like I, it's like what the fuck Like, it's not even a tenth of it like, damn yeah it's fucking crazy you know it's so I'm just like what? what is this what is the point of this bro <laughs> you
1: know what, <laughs> what I'm saying yeah. get,
2: I wasted a whole fucking year <laughs> and I leave nothing in my think <laughs> Like, this is a joke. <laughs> like, yeah.
1: So nah, that's my like,
2: that's what motivates me to get something going, you know? Yeah. Get, have my own thing. Yeah. So, like, I, I, I haven't uh, really, I, I think I told you, but I am planning on quitting um, sometime within next month. Yeah. Hopefully next month. Right before I, you know, rotate to another position. Yeah. Uh, and yeah, just need to focus on what I got going on. So for sure, yeah. I wonder but if there's any NFTs it. that we could give out to people who liberate themselves. <laughs> That'd be funny. Oh, like, like, like like what Gary V does with his conference or something. I don't know what he does with his conference, but
0: like, remember when I did the the ha- haiku stuff? I, I'm still doing it, but like, um, like one of the l- highest performer. Posts was, uh, it was something about quitting your job. People a lot of people feel that way. A lot of people feel that way. Like, if I ever, this thing, I can hire people and be like, look, this isn't where you're going to end up. This isn't where you're going to stay unless you want to. But if you have dreams of starting your own thing, I kind of want to do what like Google does. I don't know if they still do it the 20% time. But even then, like, I know how productive people really are because it's like if you get your work done, go work on your own shit. In fact, why don't we help you? That would be really cool, huh? If an employer was like, hey, we also have a VC fund. And if you want to start a business, we'll give you preferential treatment and we'll ask for a stake in your business. And you can use some some of the company time to go work on your stuff and and network with others who are also building stuff, but then also do your work for the company, too. And so if their business does take off, the business has a stake, which would be dope. It's like a symbiotic relationship, which is, I think, what AngelList does, but maybe more employers could do. That'd be really cool. And then I also have some other controversial employee, employer ideas. Like, I don't think HR departments are necessary anymore. Especially considering, like, they're a big reason why people without degrees don't get get a chance at employment at a lot of places. Or recruiting? Yeah, well, yeah, recruiting too. Because, like, recruiters could find someone who's, like, a really good fit for the position, but you still gotta make it past HR, and HR is just hey do they fit a bunch of check boxes it's like then it's a matter of is is they're not really screening for someone who can actually do the job they're just screening for a checklist and they're not technically they probably don't even understand the role enough to be able to judge an applicant properly so they're probably throwing away people who who are just probably really bad at selling themselves which is like a another jab at somebody who already has like poor social skills because like i remember when i was applying to jobs when i out of college I was really bad at it dude super bad I didn't realize how bad I was but like I'd get phone calls and I had trouble with phone calls and I wouldn't answer them sometimes or whatever like or when I do a phone interview I was just terrible couldn't talk to anybody because you guys remember how I used to be pretty socially inept and so even if I was technically capable I don't think I wouldn't have gotten past a lot of HR departments which was the case and um yeah I'm just,
2: yeah, I feel like that's where uh, recruiters and sources miss out on the best talents. Mm-hmm. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Because they, they 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 judge, you know, people based off of everything. Like, it's, it's starting off uh, how you sound, how you talk, how you, you know, verbalize things. And most engineers, they can't really verbalize. Nah. They're very, like, very technical, you know? Well, they yeah. they spend most of their lives or most of the you know what they know on their skills which is you know uh, engineering or some sort of you know some background you know relating to what
1: they're trying to do you're so, saying something Akram? i was just saying that i i feel like engineers don't exactly have like great social skills at first like right 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 when they get out of college because like um even after college they don't have great social skills a lot mm-hmm.
0: of them the really capable ones bro you be you be like, "Oh my god, that's a human being." Yeah, that is <laughs> like they're barely functioning socially. Super awkward they are, dude. But they know their shit. Like the 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 ones who are socially savvy and whatever, they probably don't, I don't know. I'm not going to say they don't know their shit. I'm just saying the people who are super technical and awkward are typically super awkward people. Like Elon Musk is a really good example of like they call him I think he even claimed he was autistic or something, but a lot of them are on, as they would say, the spectrum, whatever the fuck that means. And you, these people got to make it through HR department. houseway. Like, seriously? It's no sense. Or like, what about prisoners? I thought about this. I don't know if it would work. Like the kind of mentality that gets you into prison is probably not the kind that would let you become a really good web developer. But maybe there's some overlap there. If you're like, hey, you can make money in jail by giving them a bunch of Chromebooks. That are super cheap and it's like hey if you want to learn how to code at least do web apps and shit, which a lot of people need the services of you could do it and make money from jail it's about giving them access to computers and see how many people want to take the i would wager maybe one percent might be interested so it's a very small amount i would guess but still like that's untapped potential that you can and then if they're able to make money from inside they're able to support people. And two, when they come out, they have a
2: reason not to go back. So I think that would you know, be interesting. No, they do that at another country. Um, like, like they teach uh, like prisoners how to code, stuff like that. Um, mm. Whatever they want to do, basically. Uh, I think, I forget, it's Switzerland, some, some Europe com- uh, country. Mm. and I, I, It's the most, from their system, it's like the most chill. Like And this dude, keep, keep in mind, this dude killed someone. Like the fact that you know what I'm mm. <laughs> he got coding degree, bro, uh, mm. and he was able to get out too, and you, know, you know what I'm saying like it's a whole different system out there. It is, it's, yeah, it's pretty amazing. Like, and the cool thing about software is like, because I'm just learning
0: it. I'm like, all these people have written code that they want you to use for free. Even these companies, these big companies, you can shit on big tech a lot. I can too, but. Like, they're giving away a lot of their tools and resources. Like, I'm building this app right now, and I'm like, this is free. (laughs) This is all free. And they decided to write documents, which for some places it's easier to read than others. But like, you literally can combine all these free services that these tech companies give to make something new and sell it to people and make a bunch of money. Literally, you could do that, which is what I'm trying to do here. I don't know if this idea will work, but I mean, there's so many ideas. problems
2: it's crazy you know how a lot of developers they make apps and stuff and then they 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 give it for free like why do they do that well
0: well if it's like an
2: app there could be in-app purchases
0: so for premium features because like most people i don't in software most people don't pay for it for use of software most people just aren't that type of person people like when was the last time you paid for software know but there are people out there who will pay for premium features of software and so it's a matter of reaching those people and one way to reach those people is to offer them something for free like canva is a really good example i use that a lot for table make graphics that i post on instagram and all the social media and the youtube i use it for free but eventually i know i'm going to upgrade because like they have people that are useful for a content creator but sort of like what solidworks does right they give it away to students for free, knowing that one day you'll be an engineer and you'll probably want to use it uh, for business, for actual work, in which case you would have to pay for it. So that's why they give it away for free. Some people just write code for free. It's just a hobby for them. It's open source. It's the community thing. Like, or like Facebook, they are responsible for React, the JavaScript framework. Give it away for free. Because like they want people to build on it. Um, there's a number of reasons. I've never hired anyone for anything before. You never what? Wait. If you go to the mechanic, it, it, no, you're not hiring them. I've never had an, an official employee. I don't know if I want one, but I think I might have to
2: have one one day. Um, how many? Um, wait. How are you planning on selling yours? I have a long list of reporters that I'm already. I'm gonna reach out to literally
0: one by one, talk to
2: them. Reporters?
1: Yeah,
0: that's the market we're going after.
2: Oh, oh. So they sell. They put everything up on each. of Okay. Yeah, but how do you sell it though? Like, do you have to pay for it instantly, and then um, get? Um, I haven't really decided yet. I think no, really. What I have on the web,
0: um, is we haven't figured out pricing, so just use it now. We'll we'll figure it out later. So uh, I don't know. You ever heard of the idea of like living a fancier life just so you, it can motivate you? So you go to a fancy dealership, car dealership, just to
2: sit in the car and taste what rich feels like like Steve Harvey that's what Steve Harvey says that's what Steve uh, Harvey says yeah there's a video Whoa, wait, wait, hold up hold up why are you listening to Steve Harvey that <laughs> <laughs> motherfucker and there's um, a there's a video that um so I follow like a bunch of different like financial uh like pages like on Instagram yeah. and one of them was just like Steve Harvey's post and mm-hmm. so uh he he was talking about like, you know, living that fancy life, just have a taste for it, right? And mm-hmm. see what that feels like. And then actually had that be motivated um, to actually get that point. Or instead he was talking about like uh airplane. Like Yeah, that's exactly I, what I was thinking. High, like, like fly first cast uh first my bad, First class, right? And see how that feels, the extra space, the the fucking uh, the towel, the that whatever. And then uh, every time you get on a plane, you look, you walk, look by it. You're gonna try everything you can to get back to, you know, sitting there, whatever. But See, for yeah. me, it's just like pain. I don't like dealing with. So, like with the
0: airplane thing, it's sitting in coach that makes me feel like you know what? I need money. I don't ever want to fly like this ever again. Like it's being unc- like dealing with bullshit is the thing that I think. But I don't deal with a lot of bullshit these days. So I don't know. I gotta find my thing. But maybe, hey Ukram, you wanna go to like a Aston Martin dealership tomorrow? Well, I'm working. Oh damn. Okay. What's something? What are some things I could do to taste rich? What rich feels like? Well, what do you mean? Like you just wanna look at it? No, to actually like pretend like I'm rich for a day. Go do what? Ri- is there a Louis Vuitton store somewhere around here? So maybe I'll like go to a. Is it Louis Vuitton? Am I saying that right? Shit. I should probably learn this before I become a billionaire, huh?
1: Not necessarily you'll learn it once you become a billionaire, you know?
0: No, because then I'm just going to be like, not understand any of it. So I feel like it would be nice, right? To just go to a store and be like, hey, I've never shopped at a store like this before. Something super fancy. Be like, do you even go there with a budget or not? Is it too... Do you say I have a budget of 10 grand? Dress me, you know? Or do you say, I'm not sure what to buy. I don't know anything here. Could you help me out? Salesperson, and do you get commission? Because let's see if we can like give you a big bonus today. That'd be that's the I think what I would do, and then or it'd be funny if I just buy a bunch of like super fancy clothes and I give it to homeless people. That'd be hilarious. What do you think about that? Because I won't wear it. I like Walmart clothes. They fit me right.
1: Well, your perspective might change, like how good a quality it is,
0: bro. Like, do I need a baby cash? Baby cashmere? Cashmere? What is cashmere? I don't even know. But, like, what do you mean? What perspective? Pants or pants, man. Maybe shoes might improve, but...
1: Well, I mean, the material, like, how it feels on your skin might, you know, and that's why people pay for that.
0: No. Fabric is fabric, dude. How much... What could it feel like? I don't know, dude. How much... Like, what? So it feels like I'm wearing nothing at all? Or is that ideal? Or is it, like, a massage? I don't understand. It's just fabric, dude. I can understand a suit. A suit that's well-fitted, that can cost, like... A very well-fitted, with nice material suit that's not going to get you hot and sweaty, that could cost thousands of dollars. I get that because it's like you're wearing a bunch of layers and you need a special type of material to handle the humidity and moisture coming off your body, but also keep you comfortable and drape right and all that. That makes sense. But like a fucking t-shirt and some pants, what? Maybe that's what I'll do. Maybe I'll order a custom suit and then I'll have suit Saturdays. You guys want to join
1: me? For suit Saturdays?
0: Yeah. Every Saturday we just wear suits. And we go out
1: actually i wouldn't mind oh for real you down i i mean yeah if i had multiple suits sure.
0: no like there is um a suit supply that they take your measurements and then they make them over it's fitted yes yeah, fitted so they take your measurements and they and then they leave enough room for like adjustment so you can always take it to a tailor and is like, it, let's, is it Cheap? i don't know a few hundred like seven hundred dollars for a fitted suit seems pretty cheap that's nah, uh, not bad it's not bad, yeah. For a fitted suit, like custom, be- bespoke, made for your measurements, kind of suit. Yeah, normally it'll be like
1: a thousand or more. Yeah. No, uh, like at Men's Warehouse, it's four hundred dollars a suit to get you fitted, but they—they're—it's not quality suits. It's not, not custom.
2: But like custom quality, yeah. They make
0: adjustments. They do make adjustments for sure. So they'll get you close, and then adjust maybe the back if it's a little too wide, they'll adjust the well, pants I, I, to well, I you- mean
2: by custom, like, you, you
0: get to choose the material, right? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So for these places, you literally choose the- Stitching. You choose the thread colors and the patterns and all that. Then they take your measurements. No, I think they even take your measurements here by- And then they sh- send the measurements overseas. I think it's like Vietnam or whatever. Which is also another reason if you guys are still interested in vacation, we go to Vietnam and just get custom suits made for us and we fly back with that's a thing people do, um, which would be cool. And you buy local, and you can get suits for, I think, like 400 bucks or something. If you just buy it straight from there. i so. buy like 10 of them. Yeah, it's worth it. You just come home with suits. It's like, you're a businessman. That's worth it. I actually might do that. I might just wear suits every day. One for every day of the week. But then you got to get them dry clean, though, right? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but yeah,
1: at least suit Saturdays with like a vest everything we could be Um, men in black just imagine us like pulling bitches like if we did it for brunch like every sunday oh that would be brunch
0: day Suit sundays (laughs) makes more sense suit sundays we go get brunch bro that's it that's the one (laughs) that's a really good idea damn it we have to do it now we have
1: to oh my god
0: suit sunday sound better
1: oh they do actually i'm not gonna lie i'll give you that one yeah all right, Simply it's with my idea, so I'll take that one. <laughs> yeah, it's your
0: idea. Suit Sundays, everyone dressed up in the suit. We go get brunch. Yep. Yeah. Which is something we've been doing, Bilal. We've been doing brunch um, every Sunday with the homies, Akram, me. Last week was the first week uh, where we had all of us, Akram, Aman Ilyas, me. It was a good time um a really good time yeah just chilling should i fly out if you want to if you want to fly out for, for brunch we're just some baller shit. not gonna lie like where'd you go this weekend oh, i just flew out to northern california for brunch
2: <laughs> for, for uh suit sundays <laughs> yeah suit sunday brunch bruh that's the business right there i like it we could, yeah. we could have our own breakfast club like
0: uh oh there you go breakfast club and then we make a whole video of it put it on table moments bro this writes itself now we just have to order 700 and <laughs> go to brunch <laughs> yeah. and then we should all have different colored ties i could have the tie akram you could have an orange tie you just could have a red tie and tie. and we could be like Ninja Turtles.
1: <laughs> I don't want to be Michael. Why not? He's cool. No,
0: no. Who do you want to be? Donatello, baby. All right, so you can be purple. But orange doesn't make sense for Amon. His problem, not mine. <laughs> what? <laughs> <laughs> You're not. It fits. Amon is clearly Donatello. Donatello.
2: Yeah, for sure.
0: Okay. And Elias is, I don't know really? if he's still Raph. When nah. we were kids, he was Raph. He so I could see you as Raph.
1: Yeah, I can pull yes.
2: off. Because you are a bit of I a hothead. I can see Akram as Raph too. Yeah. yeah. And P.D.S is then, always a jokester. Uh, uh-huh. So you think he's Michelangelo?
0: He
2: should be. Yeah, but growing up, he... Took... Yeah, no, I can see Michelangelo uh, Akram too. Really? Okay. Wait, which one's Michelangelo? Is that the orange one? Yeah, that's the orange one. Yeah, I can see Akram as Oh Okay. And then obviously,
0: I'm um, Leonardo. Obviously. Um, yeah. That would work. And we're the four
2: amigos. Wait, Donatello is purple, Leonardo is blue? Blue, yeah. Nice. I could be uh the rat. <laughs> yeah, no,
0: you could be Splinter. No, you could be the dude with the hockey stick. What's his name, Buckram? Um, come, come on. Hold on, give me a Come on, I thought you would get this.
1: <sighs> his name. I know Tommy, it No. You're trying not to look it up, huh? I'm trying not to look it up. Hold on. <laughs> You're going to be super
0: disappointed Casey in this.
1: Casey Jones. Casey. Okay. Casey
0: Jones. How do you remember? I didn't even know he had a last name. Casey.
1: Yep. yep. Casey Jones. I was right.